warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. My name is Nasrul and uh, together with uh, my co-host. Hi, I'm Afika. Uh, the both of us will be actually talking about uh, this topic we call uh, environmental sustainability. And together with us today, we have a very uh, special guest and she is... Shazana. Yeah, Hi, Shazana. everyone. Hi, Shazana. <laughs> you want to introduce yourself a bit? Oh. Oh, I didn't know I was going to do this, but alright, my name is Shazana. I am a graduate from NUS. I, I studied life science in NUS. I just graduated last year, August, July. I'm currently working in NUS again, so I'm back where I am. Yeah, um, it's not much about me actually, but uh, yeah, I, I try my best to be the best I can be. <laughs> Great. I hope you be the best you can be. Great so, to have you here. <laughs> yes. Nice. Thank you for uh, setting up, setting aside some time uh, so that we can have this conversation, lah. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. So I think today, yeah, like I mentioned earlier, we will talk, we will be talking about uh, environmental sustainability. So I think just to get the ball rolling, uh, I'll just throw out this question: uh, What is the first thing that comes to your mind when we talk about environmental sustainability? You want to share maybe what do you what how are you yeah. what, what do you feel, feel? <laughs> about, yeah environmental sustainability reflect okay so uh, <laughs> in my head uh, it's split into two words or two themes generally it's about nature and also uh, time in the long run mm-hmm. so uh, when you talk about nature it's about the natural state of things and we want to keep that in place and also we got to make sure that we live mindfully with the other creations of Allah SWT that are around us lah then mm. it's not just us living on this earth there's the seas the animals, the trees, etc., etc. Yeah, and then we go into sustainability or the time aspect of uh, this theme, lah. So you know, it's about how in some of our actions we are actually slowing down the world with what we are doing, mm-hmm. and we have to be, uh, you know, when we do these things, when we have certain practices, they actually uh, affect not just the next generation, the uh, the generation that comes after us, but also our surrounding communities. Mm. So these are the two main things that uh, I think. Uh, come to mind when I when I hear the word or the phrase environmental sustainability. Mm. Yeah, Afika, how about you? Oh, me? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> mm, to me, what does it mean to be sustainable? Mm-hmm. I guess I'll just uh, give an example of my own. So, um, I'm sure everyone knows metal straws and the whole um, hype around it mm-hmm. at one point in time yeah. and. Interestingly, um, I was one of them. So I purchased a whole set of. Um, a whole set of metal straws um, as a way to I think I, I watched a video about like a turtle with a, with a plastic straw up the nose right up I, the think, nose. I think everybody saw that yes <laughs> and I was yeah. scarred so <laughs> I purchased my own set of metal straws then um, there was this whole idea of um, is it enough just purchasing metal straws mm. and I kind of like give it some thought and I think it really fits into the acts of like consumerism mm. and our ideas surrounding it and whether purchasing metal straws for example actually um, actually bring more damage to the yeah, environment yeah. than we want to believe it's quite scary yeah, yeah. yeah. so it is. Yeah. this whole idea of consumerism Shazana do you have any <laughs> idea about it like 
How yeah, do we understand this phenomenon? Well, I feel mm. like I got arrowed, but alright. <laughs> yeah, I think I think you all make very good points. So yes, I think has, I, I have the same um, uh, thoughts as Nasrul and mm. Afika. Like Nasrul speaking about how environmental sustainability is like a two pronged thing. You know, the nature part as well as the time aspect to it. And like, Afika talking about metal straws. Don't worry, I also jumped on the bandwagon. <laughs> I also have like sets my own. And like I think at one point in time, people were giving we it had for our own free. Yes. Yeah, selling it. So yeah. yeah, correct. Yeah, it's like fundraiser so definitely like I, I just became a metal straw collector at one point in time <laughs> but uh, but it's okay you know we'll improve from that <laughs> yeah so like you were talking about consumerism and I think that's a very big uh, part of uh, actually what is sustainable and, and all that because yes actually all this buying of metal straws and like, marketing of it like it falls into consumerism and actually our very uh, our, our consuming acts right are the ones that uh Effect, affect the environment the most lah. So like uh, I think like just talking about consumerism and like actually buying metal straws. Like a lot of these metal straws, if you think about it, it comes from like overseas. So mm. it's not, it's not like you don't really find it in Singapore. There's no factory that's making it in Singapore. So most of the time you need to ship these items. Mm. And what uh, I I learned about this in a documentary called The Sonic Sea. Actually, everybody can watch it. It's on YouTube. It's for free. Not talking yeah. about the blue hedgehog, right? Uh, no. The Sonic Sea, not the blue hedgehog. It's about the blue ocean, inshallah. Yeah, so uh, this documentary actually talked about, uh, one part of it was talking about how like excessive shipping uh, in the ocean is actually causing a lot of the animals in the ocean to also be affected. So all these mm-hmm. animals are not only deafened, they are also unable to speak to their families in the ocean because of the sounds that are being made by the ships that you know uh, travel the ocean. I think there's mm-hmm. every at any one point I think there's about two hundred thousand ships in the mm-hmm. ocean, which is insane or not? Among, That's a lot. Yeah, the and big ones, right? The big ships. Correct. Ones. The cargo the big, ships. Yeah, it's the big oh. one you see at Harbour Front, you know, or like Sembawang Beach, mm. I think. Yeah. So like, these ships are like traveling around the world, and then water itself, like, and just like some science facts here, but water itself is a very very good conductor of sound. So if like one ship makes a sound Actually it travels very far In the ocean And that's mm-hmm. why a lot of the, the ocean animals Also get affected So because of us right Especially COVID time You know When we're buying more things online Because we can't leave the house And then Yeah we just like ship everything From overseas and all that mm-hmm. Like we have more of these ships Just coming out So every Most of the time Like these ships that are travelling They don't even have Full capacity on them Because you know Of like demand And then you want to do it As fast as possible So usually they just Send out the ships uh, With whatever that They can uh, buy mm. that, that deadline So yeah With them not being Full capacity And there's so many On the uh, At sea And at the oceans And all that So yeah A lot of the animals Are suffering because of us And our Our behaviours But I guess like one point is that we don't really hear the sounds or so. So we are mm-hmm. not really aware of like mm. what's happening lah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think. But yeah, and that's why it's very important to learn about this because you know, if I didn't watch documentary, I wouldn't have known or so. Mm. Yeah. I actually agree with that. The fact that we don't see um, the impact on the environment that we have ourselves perpetrated, it feeds into uh, why we continue to contribute and why, why we continue to consume excessively and this whole idea of being alienated from your purchases, the fact that it's from shipping, mm-hmm. like you said so. Mm-hmm. So the whole idea of alienation actually um, further, um, further contributes to why we continue to, um, continue to follow such a consumerist yeah. behaviour. Mm. And, and really, yeah. yeah, it really puts into perspective like the different things that uh, we do on a daily basis mm. that we have no idea really 
puts up an impact. So, for example, you know, with shipping, mm. there's the ships coming in. So, I mean, if you just talk about it, we have our wrappers from the things that we buy, mm. and then we throw it away, mm. and we don't see how much this damages the earth, you know, and maybe when we uh, use water excessively, etc., mm. etc. Yeah, so it's just something in our daily lives that we've actually been carrying out. Mm. Yeah, and it really puts us into this like state of oh, we really have to be mindful, you know. Mm. Yeah, like, yeah, correct. Right. Mm. Yeah. yeah, and sometimes just like Afika was saying, it's hard mm-hmm. to be mindful if you don't really see what's happening. Yeah. Mm. Like yeah, especially us who you know we're like kind of protected by Singapore and how like modern we are. Everything our trash goes away from us, away from sight. Mm. So like, how are we supposed to see? What's going to happen to the environment? Yeah. Yeah, but I think on mm. top of that, yeah. Uh, so just to cut in, I think, yeah, like it's easy to talk about uh, consumerism and being mindful. But I think there are also certain things that, uh, you know, come into play when we try to be mindful, uh, a bit more mindful. So I think uh, sometimes when we want to do things, like for example, not everyone can afford something that's more sustainable, correct? Mm. Correct. Yeah, so uh, then it goes into how. Sustainability in this day and age seems to be something that's uh, only for the affluent class, you know. Mm. And uh, oh, so it comes. It's easy to maybe bring up the point that like, oh, I can't afford like these expensive things, like maybe uh, Tupperware mm. stuff like that. Mm. Uh, and so that's only for people who can afford it. And then it doesn't mean it means that I I can't be sustainable or mm. I can't be my as mindful about the environment mm. as uh, these people, you know, mm-hmm. if uh, even the, like these people can be. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I think we have to be aware of the class differences in trying to live more sustainably and how it may be inaccessible inaccessible, like you said, to some mm. Um, groups of people but I think there is also uh, a way to navigate around that and that is to live sustainably within our own capacities mm. so like do you guys have any examples of mm. how we can do so? I think before we move to examples I think you guys make a very good point like mm. with regards to sometimes yes it's just cheaper to buy things online and like uh, and buy things from another country that sells it much cheaper mm. than what is locally supplied and uh, available in Singapore right or wherever that's close to us so and like you're thinking about like the affluent being able to afford it yes to a certain extent I actually do agree because like for example you're talking about a pair of shoes which is much more costly but mm. it lasts for like 3 years and then you have mm-hmm. another pair of shoes which is much cheaper but it lasts only one year so you mm. have to buy 3 shoes just to sustain at 3 years but then the other person who is more affluent only needs to buy one shoe mm. so technically you're still wasting products if you're you know you're less yeah, they're less right. able to afford it lah. Mm. so yeah it, it goes back to that idea that maybe actually um, sustainability is something that only the affluent can really afford so it's sustainable some sustainability actually expensive you know that's where we start asking ourselves but to be honest uh, I feel like sustainability is the less expensive because mm. what it actually means to be sustainable is to buy less so for example before you even buy that shoe do you have a shoe already that's working you know mm. instead of thinking of like I need to buy the cheapest thing but it's like before you ask the cheapest thing you should be asking yourself do I already have the item do I need the item yeah mm. so actually buying less is part of sustainability it's actually the main factor the main drive of sustainability and if we do buy less we produce less and we save more lah, especially mm. with regards to the environment mm-hmm. so yeah I think that's one of the biggest way that you can be mindful unless you really really need to buy the towel online that is $2 cheaper than the one you can find in Giant next door then 
and you really need the money that two dollars to like survive the week then okay mm. you know like yeah we do what is within our means and we don't like shame other for others for it uh, but definitely it's something to be mindful of lah yeah just to add on to this point uh, something that I just thought of lah actually is I was just reminded of a friend of mine who had uh, one pair of shoes and it looked really great yeah and then I asked him like oh you got new shoes and he said no actually I've I've had these shoes for uh, like a good four to five years and it's just a normal shoe you know and then I was like wow and, then, and I think the point that, that I was thinking at that moment was like that being mindful is also about like taking care of the items mm. that we already have you know mm. it's not just the buy and throw away culture mm. that yeah. we tend to have you know like uh, yeah you know just so you know on top of the thing about buying something that's expensive mm. we can or something that's you know we have this perception or perspective that you know buying something expensive or something that's expensive can last longer true Mm. Because of the quality and the research that's done in it, but I think on top of that, we also can, you know, when we purchase items that are not so um, as as great a quality, mm. you know, when we take care of them, you know, like for example, my friend, he like brushed his shoes every time mm. he used them, or like every few weeks he wash it. Yeah, it keeps them in in great condition, mm. and it actually lasts him longer than what someone who might. Have spent on a, let's say if it's someone that they bought an expensive shoe actually lasted them longer when he used that uh, normal mm. pair of shoe. Yeah, actually that's really great because yeah. just talking about it like it's actually what Rasulullah SAW would have done. You know, like taking care of his items properly, mm. and mm. that's where it comes to it. Like, like as us like Muslims, you know, trying to be sustainable. Actually, it's just to follow the Prophet Rasulullah SAW. Mm. Yeah, like he would. He only had one of each type of clothes, clothing, so he never mm. bought more than like yeah. For example, we go Uniqlo, we buy that one piece of uh, one color, and then we buy all the colors. You know that kind of thing. So, but actually, you only need one. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I do it myself. So yeah, like you know, we try. So should we only to. buy one side of the sock? <laughs> I don't think they sell it like that lah actually but it's <laughs> we try if you can find the sure, one sure. one sort only then uh, <laughs> go forth lah go forth yeah but like, it's going back to the prof- the prophet mm-hmm. and like what he has done to be sustainable his, his character itself is like the most sustainable and yeah if, actually as Muslims like if you really follow in his footsteps we don't even need to think about oh how do I be more for sustainable because mm-hmm. Rasulullah we already have done it yeah mm. yeah so, um, yeah, yeah, I guess the other, like, examples would be how he took wudu with, like, you know, like, just yeah. saving water and making sure it's, like, that it's amount. A, yeah. I think, yeah, yeah, like, we're moving into, like, how Islam is portraying, uh, mm. like, how environmentalism is portrayed in Islam, like, yeah. in a sense. Like, uh, Shazana has brought up this point about uh, our our messenger as the greatest role model and this is mm. how he took care of himself and his items mm. yeah and I think uh, you know just linking in how, how like how actually it's relevant like Islam is relevant or I think uh, mm. Islam is always relevant so where is environmental sustainability in it you know mm. yeah and I think it um, boils down to how we see Islam as a form of um, as a form of means to fulfill our spiritual our spiritual uh, needs mm-hmm. but when we see the environment or living sustainably it's more of like a material need so mm. there's like a separation of religion Islam from the material aspect of our lives so that's why we find it um, hard or difficult to mm-hmm. emulate um, the practices that is very well embedded in religion mm. to uh, promote a sustainable living mm. so like mm. why do you think that it's a separation between the two mm, two body a, of knowledge. Yeah. 
That's a very good I question. Think, mm-hmm. uh, okay, my personal experience is that yeah, like like you've mentioned, uh, when we follow Instagram pages mm. that are inherent or like they do that wow, they share about Islamic mm. messages. Um, generally, a lot of it is about spirituality and uh, being kind to our neighbors, for example, etc., etc. And here and there, we have maybe certain sharings about how you know, rarely do we see. Do I see, you know, really do mm. I see like, you know, hey, you know, take care of your items, you know, take care of the things that you already have, buy less, etc, etc, because that is the way of Islam, that is the way of the Prophet. Mm. And I think um, one, of, one of the reasons is that because this, uh, we see Islam as, uh, you know, when we talk about spirituality, it's a personal thing. Mm. So Islam, uh, mm. what our perspective of Islam now, uh, generally, or what we tend to what I tend to take it as is that you know it's something that's personal and then when you talk about the environment it's no longer personal it's something that surrounds us like we talked mm. about earlier right yeah we don't find the effects mm. or the impacts of the things that we are doing on the generations uh, after us mm. and the communities around us mm. yeah but I think just to you know elaborate more on this point is that uh, Islam is a personal thing I'm mm. not saying that it's it's not mm. uh, completely it's not like when we say that hey, oh, we talk too much about spirituality is that wrong? no it's good spirituality is good but I think it also comes into mind that hey you know Islam is also a community mm. religion you know mm. a lot of uh, times when the Islam addresses uh, when the Quran addresses uh, people he doesn't address Muslims he addresses mm. humankind Muslims and non-Muslims alike mm. yeah so it really shows the importance of how or it really shows the message that Islam is trying to bring across in all of his teachings is that yes, it's a personal thing, but we also um, we also it's also a big thing that we look at community as a whole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. actually, I, yeah, I I completely agree with you. Like maybe when you go online and you look for like classes, you don't really see as much like environmentally focused classes or like topics you know being talked about within our Muslim community and and yeah that's why I guess it's really on our own uh, our own part to create the environment for ourselves mm. to be mindful of the environment so for example maybe within your group of friends you know you you encourage uh, each other to bring like your cutlery maybe okay lah we bring back our, bring our food from home like twice a week something like that then we mm. choose the days and then we eat together mm. you know so this not only like uh Enables you to be more like sustainable or environmentally friendly, but it also like brings in that community spirit, which is very important, like, especially yeah. when mm-hmm. you don't like for like you said, you know, we don't feel it personally sometimes the effects, but we know that whatever we do will have an impact on the environment. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it will go out no matter what. Yeah, um, I forgot a point I want to say, but it's alright. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess like um, we have to see the importance of um emphasizing on the communal effort of things over the individual mm. such that um, because small changes do make a big difference and I think we overlook that point a lot when mm. it comes to sustainability because mm. it um, as we've said earlier um, it appears to be very uh, out of reach and only for the affluent but there are ways uh, small ways that we can ourselves um, change or adopt to make these small changes in our lives such that it would snowball into uh, something bigger and we would mm-hmm. never know how much we are uh, we are actually in, um, improving the state mm-hmm. of the environment as we uh, live mm-hmm. our lives like um, on the daily so yeah. Yeah. and you're yeah. speaking about living right mm-hmm. and it's like our life itself is supposed to be Islam so life is Islam living is Islam mm-hmm. yeah but 
actually sustainability is also Islam. So if mm. our life is Islam, yeah, technically sustainability is how we should be living as well. You know, we yeah, sustain because our lives. correct, sustain our lives, sustain the world, sustain everything that is yeah, created. Yeah. <laughs> Inshallah. Inshallah. Yeah. yeah. I think just to add on talking mm. about um, I think it's something that we also learned. I think maybe in the previous podcast, so you have to listen to it. But uh, <laughs> do check it this, out. Is this? Uh, it's also about this term where you know we have uh, moderate Muslims and so in the environmental sphere we have green Muslims mm. and I think it implies that a Muslim is not inherently or Islam mm. is not inherently green when you talk that there has to be a specific distinction that there is a green Muslim you know mm. that implies that Islam does not already encompass the environmentally friendly aspect yeah mm. so you really you really like oh yeah you know like yeah Islam being a, a Muslim already encompasses this mm. thing. So mm. when we talk about hey, you know, you want to be let's build up a an attitude of being a green Muslim. Mm. So that mention, that really brings up like hey, does that mean all other Muslims are not environmentally friendly? No, is, that, is it mm. separate? Is it you yeah. know like being Muslim and being green? Yeah. Is it separate? Yeah. Is it separate? But it's not. It's you know, not and we correct. brought up yeah. the the points that you, right? Mm. We brought the, the points just now. Yeah. yeah, I think like one thing that MS has been doing, which is to uh, encourage people to bring their own cutlery, is something that is actually going going against this. So it's not mm. like a explicit, you know, like publicly publicly say, okay, let's be green Muslims today. You know? yeah, 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 it's yeah, more yeah. of like okay, you know, you come as you are for like a, a event, and you also emulate like greenness because that's part of being green. a Muslim. You know that kind of thing. Yeah, so I think that it's a great uh, step towards you mm. know just just like interweaving all these mm-hmm. like good practices in our daily lives mm-hmm. uh. yeah we, we we put away like we use less uh, cutlery pap- mm. disposable cutlery and we also um, take away food you know so mm-hmm. it's we, it, it's a uh, on both ends we reduce food wastage mm. and we also reduce um, disposable wastage yeah. now, which is mm-hmm. such a great thing actually yeah so I think we talked a lot great. about uh, we talked a lot about like the environmental uh, sustainability definitely and you know there's so many things to it so there's consumerism mm. there's living mindfully mm. and living within our means etc etc mm. and also how we seem to have separated environmental sustainability or uh, like taking care of the nature as something that's separate from Islam we have the separation mm. so I think uh, you know Actually, these all these points all can tie down generally into like you know being merciful or mm. uh, the better word for it is actually like rahma. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So like yeah, Allah Himself is the name Ar Rahman in mm. our Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. He Himself is the mercy to the world. So, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I guess as a Muslim as well, like you know, since we were talking about how sustainability is Islam and Islam should be us, right? Mm-hmm. So like uh, we should also be. Uh, actually being mindful to the environment is also part of being rahmatic or rahmatic mm. lah I mean that's the mm. most general word I can give for it yeah. right um, yeah so like most of the time we are like reminded to be uh, to have be merciful like kind to our parents our friends mm. our students whoever uh, all the people that in our lives basically but uh, actually being mindful and kind to the environment is a part of it because you know as our parents are creations of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the environment is also a creation of Allah so in mm-hmm. that sense we also should be um you should practice mercy mm. or rahma to the environment. So how you know like uh, yeah. So maybe like over here we can just talk about like 
how do we plan move to forward, move forward yeah. you know to be more rahmatic people towards the rahmatic. environment is that the thing <laughs> yeah. Go, yeah we just I think I think Ustaz Faizal has mentioned it and we'll bring it forth inshallah yes oh that's a nice one yeah the tick for the fridge you know the energy saving one yeah okay anyways astaghfirullah okay I think for me like I guess I'll just talk about like what I've been doing and like what I want to continue doing inshallah okay bismillah is maybe for example I try very hard to get things only locally and I already ask myself like 10 times very needed lah and if you will help me with whatever that brings me closer to Allah in that sense so um Yeah, I'll try to source whatever I can uh, locally, especially because I know that I do have the means for it. But I understand if, like you know, some people do not have the means for it. Uh, then I also try to bring a bag with me when I go out, especially if I know I'm going to buy things. So mm-hmm. I don't like I'll tell the auntie, auntie don't need eh? plastic bag. Yeah, and actually to be honest, right, every time I say auntie don't need plastic bag, the auntie treat me like ten times nicer. So I think <laughs> it's a it's a way to get on their good books, lah, in their good books. So yeah, I think you can do that too. Uh, I also do bring my. <laughs> but, uh, but tell them to not. Tell them not to use the plastic bag uh, on their own. Is it? As in, don't don't tell them. Oh, I have my own bag. After they take out the bag already. Oh, yeah lah, <laughs> yeah lah. Okay lah. Must tell them first. So, Auntie, I have a bag. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, and I think another thing I'm doing also is to uh, bring my own cutlery uh, as much as possible. Especially since I'm working already. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, we do tend to go out quite a bit to eat lunch and all that. So I'll I'll do I I, I do try to bring my ta- cutlery, especially if I'm going to tapau or take away. Uh, and mm. I think like something that uh, I've I'm very grateful to have been taught in my life science um, modules and my studying in NUS is to search up knowledge and to keep reading up mm. on the environment. Mm. Like it's something that's already been ingrained in me due to my degree. But I think that's something I want to continue to do even after learning about it because mm-hmm. I really do feel like like the the problems really never end. But there's always solutions also that people are coming up with, and sometimes you will never really see it unless we. Take the efforts and uh, efforts to uh, mm-hmm. yeah look up for it lah yeah so mm-hmm. how about you national Africa like what would you do for myself I think one of the things that I would like to uh, to work on actually is uh, making it part of my lifestyle to consider uh, things around me that uh, that can be affected by my actions like I mentioned earlier right so like you know buying something throwing away the plastic wrapper oh no you know what 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 will this happen what ha- what will happen to this plastic wrapper etc mm-hmm. etc do I actually Because knowing that you'll be buying more stuff, knowing that we'll be throwing things every time you buy something, we'll be throwing something away. Mm. Do we? Do I really need that kind of thing? Yeah, and just making it part of uh, my day-to-day activities and my livelihood, lah. Mm. So it's not something that's extra and alien alienated. Mm. It becomes a habit. I think. Mm. I think once we make things a habit, uh, firstly based on the awareness of making it a habit to think about things around us mm. and also to change our habits here and there. Mm. And I think slowly that will actually. Um, Uh, that will improve lah. That will improve myself definitely, and also more importantly, the things, uh, the conditions of the communities around me. Mm-hmm. And also, I think you know, being in good company with people who actually remind us. As, I mean, there are days we get lazy and stuff like that. Ah, lemon lah. I mean, yeah, today I just use one plastic store. It's okay. <laughs> But actually, it's not okay. You know. Have friends to keep you accountable. Yeah, yeah. And you know, you create more spaces for conversation. Mm-hmm. So of course, I mean, talking about. Uh, environment and try to be sustainable is is a good thing. So we so we we can also bring up the point about or we can also share about how beautiful uh, nature is etc. Mm-hmm. So like, for example, the other day I was uh, I was driving with my friend and then my friend just randomly blurted like, "Hey, the roads in Singapore are really nice mm-hmm. because they're covered with trees." Mm-hmm. Yeah, then I was like, "Wow, it's not a point that we actually think about when we're driving and um, commuting, com- commuting, commuting." You know, mm-hmm. yeah. So when we think about how uh, 
Allah has created nature in its such a in in, in such a beautiful form, mm. then we really begin to appreciate number one how Allah's creations are beautiful, and number two how we have a part to play in actually like you know keeping it beautiful. You know, mm. yeah. Yeah, I completely agree with like the idea of expressing gratitude to your environment. Um, yeah, in hopes that it will stir appreciation and remembrance of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. So for myself. To all uh, coffee drinkers out there, um, I will be um, carrying my own tumbler when I go to cafes uh, to study because now it's week ten, so it's crunch time. Right. So I know everyone needs coffee, but I think one small change will really make a big difference. And yeah, um, tumblers are not heavy, and some of them look really cute. So yeah, it will be a um, an easy uh, change of life. Uh, Lifestyle in a way, mm. and another thing also would be to try to consume less meat. Um, so we know like the effects uh, on the environment of when we consume a lot of meat on a daily basis. So maybe one thing we can do is try to uh, cut down by having days maybe on Tuesdays you don't eat meat. Um, just small tweaks to mm. your everyday life. Um, it will really make a big difference. So yeah, alhamdulillah. I I hope that uh, may Allah like mm. take all of this like you know acts of like being more mindful to the environment as ibadah you know mm. because at the end of the day yeah it's Islam uh, so Islam is sustainable so if we're living with the intention to please Allah in whatever we do hopefully He will bless it and uh, yeah make it good for us inshallah mm. yeah I mean yeah. so I think we've come to the end of uh, our. Conversation, our podcast. Alhamdulillah. So, thank you, Shazana. Yeah, hey, thank you for having us. It was fun. It was really fun. So I guess. Uh, since the topic is the last straw, we hope that we can make our straws last. Yeah, yeah. inshallah. Say follow us on Instagram.